is no disputing that we are living in extraordinary times. And for those of us who are into documenting and scrapbooking, these challenging times bring about inevitable questions. Am I going to document these experiences? Is it appropriate to do so? How do I include the depth and width of this worldwide pandemic story in the pages of my scrapbook? On the one hand, the pandemic is a universal experience. It's something that the whole of humanity is going through together. On the other hand, those experiences are made up of so many, many variables, so many unique situations. In some areas, the impact has been immediate and deep. Souls have been lost, and many levels of devastation will be felt for years to come. In other areas, the impact has been a little bit lighter and less cogent. However, the presence of the virus has been felt in your specific area. Maybe you've considered what these experiences will look like in the pages of your scrapbook. As we continue to live in this pandemic crisis, I would like to share three or four possible ways to incorporate the influence of the pandemic that we're living in into our memory keeping without becoming news reporters of the sterilized facts and figures. For now, the use of an indirect voice is how I'm approaching this subject, and I thought we could talk about that today. Welcome to episode 9 of 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking. I'm calling this episode Mindful Memories Pandemic Style. Over the years, I've seen many discussions of how scrapbookers include difficult or painful events and situations or not in the pages of their scrapbook. Do we or don't we? Is it for therapeutic purposes that we do or... Is it really too much, and are we just focusing on things that we'd really rather forget? As usual, this is a very personal decision, and it might even be a decision that gets made more than one time as feelings change and experiences deepen. I decided pretty early on in the pandemic that I would kind of take the middle road. But before we look forward, let's take a moment to look backward. In 2017, it was reported in the news that a scrapbook containing almost 500 photos went up for auction and sold for almost $50,000. The scrapbook was composed of photographs taken by Lewis M. Ogden of New York and his wife. Mr. Ogden was the owner of a brand new camera when he and his wife Agatha boarded a passenger ship called the Carpathia for passage to Europe in 1912. It was the Carpathia that responded to the distress signal of the Titanic. The crew of the Carpathia rescued many passengers of the Titanic from the icy waters at dawn the morning following the sinking of the Titanic. And Mr. Ogden used his new camera to capture many images of those events. Included in the scrapbook are images of the iceberg, the now-famous lifeboat number six, that was Molly Brown's ride, and other images of the Carpathia's service, as well as many handwritten notes by Mrs. Ogden. 
The scrapbook was given to Mrs. Ogden's ophthalmologist years later, after Mr. Ogden's death, and then eventually to a museum. It was sold at auction in 2017 for almost $50,000. There are a few images of the scrapbook pages, now quite tattered and worn, that can be seen online, and one thing stuck out to me when I viewed them. Simplicity. They're just photographs and notes. And yet, because of what was captured in those photographs and the rarity of the situation and the way that situation of the sinking of the Titanic affected the whole world, that scrapbook still has value and is increasing in value more than a 100 years later and is appreciated and has been viewed by many. Let that sink in for a minute. There's a lesson there. The Ogdens documented their travels in a very simple form, and yet here we are, more than a hundred years later, still talking about it. So given our extraordinary times, let's remember that there's not only intrinsic value in the act of documenting, but there is also the universal value in that first-hand account of day-to-day -day life that we are living in these extraordinary times. First, allow the pandemic to show up in your journaling, even on pages that are not pandemic-focused. Phrases like, during the quarantine, or as a result of the pandemic, can be woven into your journaling as a reference, but without being the story. If you're uncomfortable documenting the actual details of the pandemic, as large and looming as they are, try this more subtle and personal approach. Second, incorporate the collateral impact into your documenting. Bonus points if you can do so with small elements of humor and levity. While the situation is definitely serious, there are certain elements that are approachable and funny. For example, in my small town, the insurance agency has a sign in their front yard that reads, free roll of toilet paper with every quote. For a while, that was very indicative of our time, and it made me smirk every time I passed it. I eventually took a picture, and I'm kind of considering ways that it might be included in a page. Thirdly, document the differences. Tell the story of how things have changed in your life. Even if you haven't been touched directly by the virus, you've very likely been touched by the lifestyle modifications that have been necessary. Early on, I became really aware that I cope best with massive change by doing things that are ritualistic. I quickly turned to several daily rituals that have been important instruments in kind of pulling me through this with some sanity and health. And I'm documenting those. One of the primary ways that our lives were immediately altered was in terms of travel. My husband is someone who travels all over the United States for work in ordinary times. He's usually on the road for maybe four to five months every year. But in March, of course, that completely stopped. 
and he has become a permanent fixture at the dining room table, working just as much, but from one stationary spot. I've taken some really cool uh, sneaky photos of him wearing shorts with his dress shirt and a tie while he's doing video chats and such, and I think those will be good pages to make. Speaking of being at home, you may want to consider documenting home in a greater way as a result of the pandemic. Certainly for many, the concept of home has become significantly more central to life. I looked it up and back in March of 2018, Allie Edwards used home as the story class word of the month. Now, if you're not familiar, Allie Edwards picks a word every month and focuses her significant energy in product making and also writing and scrapbook prompts on this word and the many interpretations that one word can have. Even if you're not a scrapbooker, that's a very interesting process. And I think that a lot of people could benefit from checking it out. Ellieedwards.com. I found it was a good use of time this week to go back through all the prompts and ideas that she offered in March of 2018 around the idea of documenting home and what that word means in our unique times. I live in a small town that has not been a hot spot of sickness, but we have all been at home a lot more than normal. To keep my hands busy and my mind focused, I've taken up several projects. I'm kind of a project person. And beyond scrapbooking, I've taken up these projects, but of course they will show up in the pages of a scrapbook at some point. I went back to reading actual books. I did a little bit of candle making. I'm doing a little bit of container gardening on the deck. I made some greeting cards for my neighbors. I returned to painting with acrylics. Oh, and I started a podcast. Maybe you've heard of it. All these tasks are a direct result of staying at home and staying sane during a pandemic. But the real story is how much I've come to enjoy them. I think that's a story worth documenting. Finally, there have been many people finding it healthy to become a little more focused on acts of kindness and service. Whether you're the giver of some special acts of kindness and service or the recipient, consider documenting those situations as well. Intentional kindness and gratitude are keys to survival in these times and that's definitely a story worth capturing. I expect that there will be other avenues of documenting to explore as we proceed through the latter half of 2020. We may need to revisit these plans at some later date and update what we're thinking and how we're feeling about these things. I would love to hear how you have documented the pandemic of 2020 so far, if you've chosen to do so, whether directly or indirectly. So I hope that you'll visit our group on Facebook, 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking, or tag me on Instagram to share your work and ideas. That's username 10 Minutes in Scrapbooking with the 10 spelled out. Join me for episode 10, where I'm going to talk about a list of tips for the scrapbooker 
who doesn't necessarily enjoy the process and act of journaling. I hope to see you then.